0: Welcome back to the Closeted Weeb Anime Podcast, the only anime podcast that outsources its talent. We are your hosts. My name is Lee. And I'm Bryce. All right. Welcome
1: back, listeners. Uh, So this week, we invited our special friend, uh, Marad. Say hi. What's going on so we're gonna get to know maraud we're gonna do a little bit of a speed round and then we're gonna do our topic of the week with a show we all love called naruto um so to get to know maraud the first question is uh what is the most underrated anime you've ever seen
2: yeah uh, i feel like i watch a lot of overrated animes so little like I, like first thought i thought my head is like b star just because i feel like it's a lot of like, furry, furry. yeah well, so why do you keep bringing furries onto this podcast <laughs> That's what I'm here for, furry <laughs> guest, baby. <laughs> um, I think, I think Hinamatsuri is a show that I think is not suit. It's probably one of the lesser popular shows that I've watched, and I think it's like absolutely hilarious. So I'd, I'd probably go with that one. Nice. If you were trapped on an island and you could only see
0: five anime on repeat, what would they be?
2: Yeah. So I, I think for this question, if like I'm trapped on the island, I want to, like, versatility is important for me. So I think I want something like super long. Um, so, you know, Foreshadowing, Cough, Cough, Naruto um, <laughs> would be one of them. I'd say probably Hunter Hunter, um, Full Moon Alchemist Brotherhood, um, maybe Assassination Classroom, and then I haven't seen this show. But if I'm stuck on an island, I have nothing else to do. I'd probably start One Piece. It's a lot uh, of dang, content. Yeah, yeah. yeah dude. <laughs> I feel like
0: you will actually die <laughs> before
2: you finish all of your shows. It's uh <laughs> it's a smart way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like by the time you finish one, you forget like the plots of the other ones. <laughs> yeah, that's like so many episodes for One Piece and Naruto.
1: Oh, my God.
2: Um, all right.
1: Which anime world would you most enjoy being in?
2: Um, I would say Barto because I feel like I get the powers of Naruto without any danger. <laughs> oh, okay. Because right. they're like in like World Peace, I think. I don't know. I, and their yeah. tuning in exams is like kind of a joke. So yeah. I, think that's, I think that's the way to go. <laughs> Okay, opposite. Which anime world would you least enjoy being in? Attack on Titan, hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. I would not want to live in a world where I could get eaten by like giant, like hundred foot monsters at any time. Completely agree. <laughs> <laughs> Completely agree.
1: Um, which character? You kind of answered this, but which character would you most want to emulate?
2: Um, Roy Mustang from Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Oh, I, I think he's just a complete badass. I like. I always say for Halloween, like, at some point, like, I just, like, snapping your fingers and, like, the fire, like, I just think it's, like, the coolest thing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. So, you've already admitted to dressing up as an anime character for Halloween. <laughs> would you go to an anime convention?
2: Uh, I would. Um, I've never been to one, but I would go to one, for sure. <laughs> All right. Um, think of the smell. You haven't <laughs> thought of the smell.
1: <laughs> um. Which anime are you most excited about that you've started for like the future seasons?
2: Yeah, I I, I would say Tower of God is um, the anime I'm most excited for. It's <sighs> so <I>, Lee <laughs> well, does not like Tower of God. So, so I don't like the it, anime. I, I don't, I haven't read the webtoon. Yeah. So, so for context, like I've, I've read the webtoon, like I started reading the webtoons in high school. So, I've been like, I've been reading it for like six to eight years at this point. Um, And so, for me, like, I'm like super familiar with like the lore and like, like, there's literally hundreds of like, um, like episodes of like the webtoons. So like, I'm excited for them to do more. I feel like they, they squeezed a lot in 12 episodes. And I think like a lot of the lore got lost into it. So like, you know, in that, in that sense, I was a little bit disappointed with the, like the anime, but I'm hoping it it just like, it it, like really kicks up like throughout like the the series. So I'm hoping like they bring that in, um, in future like seasons
0: nice yeah i hope the anime gets better too I, I i don't doubt that it's a great story it's just i don't feel like the anime has lived yeah up to and, the, uh, i totally agree like I was, squad.
2: <laughs> yeah i mean I, I was i was like watching with like my roommates like during quarantine and like i would like have to pause things and like explain like certain lore to them just like help give a little bit more context and,
0: i did
1: the same thing with keith
0: yeah and
2: jake who
1: were
0: listening yeah yeah uh lee you want to start the topic of the week yeah topic of the week naruto baby we got to have a naruto <laughs> special um yes. i think all of us have uh, bonded over our mutual love of naruto not that is without its flaws but anyway um there will be a pre-spoiler section if for some reason you haven't already seen parts of naruto um and then we'll announce once we're in the spoiler section so the first thing we'll you know touch on is uh for anyone not familiar with naruto uh an extremely brief summary of the plot Uh, is there is some weird little blonde kid with a uh, demon trapped away inside of him. So he's the outcast of the village, but he dreams of one day becoming the Hokage. Um, and uh, everything up past that is just basic shonen. You've got the rival. You've got the love interest. You've got the weird conspiracy plot happening on in the background. And, uh, you know, it's a show with a time skip um, halfway through. So you get to see, like, young kid ninjas. And you get to see teenage ninjas. Um, and, again, it's a shonen once you defeat the next the big bad you got another big bad coming after it so uh (laughs) i'm being extremely vague to just avoid any of the plot points that we'll definitely get into in the spoilers um also it's a super old show at this point so if you're not familiar with naruto and you're listening to this podcast that's that's a rarity i feel like so anyway overall impressions um character wise who did we like
1: um yeah i'll go first my favorite character is absolutely shikamaru dude literally my aim was bryce shikamaru 4 like (laughs) literally like he was by far like the coolest character and when i tried to like i remember trying to like explain the aim to people i was like oh yeah it just means like deer in japanese dude i'm super into deer i was like that's definitely a thing um but no dude i mean like the strategy behind him and every one of his battles he's like the lazy but like fun interesting like Dude, every one of his fights, I think, is just, like, the best, and I think he's such an interesting character, and the way he grows from Naruto and Naruto Shippuden, without going to further spoilers,
2: I think he's fantastic. How about you, Murad? You know, I I agree. I think is like, really cool. I think um, Itachi is a character that's, like, one of my favorites. Um, I think they... I think his motivations get a weirdly kind of muddled, but I think, yeah, I I think he's such a cool character, and, like, it's kind of hard to explain why without spoiling anything, but... (laughs) um, yeah i just think i think he's really cool
0: yeah obviously those two are like two of the coolest and i'm guessing you guys will know who the third just like most popular side character of the show is but uh gotta love kakashi um, yeah yeah the basically the leader of the trio um at the beginning just super cool i I feel like in the later half of the show like he's still featured and you still see him uh, but he definitely takes a back seat versus like the beginning of Naruto. Like, whenever he was around, it just kind of, especially when all of the main characters were still so um, young and inexperienced, whenever you would get to see Kakashi, you know, jump into action, it like, when you were watching the show, it made you realize what was possible and where these characters were going to go Um, action-wise. And then also his character design is super cool. You know, the covered eyes and the, you know, quiet. And then if I can throw in one more, and I think all of you can throw in one more if you want. Uh, I really liked Jiraiya um yep. he yeah. definitely is a character that. that gets better in the later portion of the show mm-hmm. um because it's one of those characters that starts off super one-dimensional um maybe not completely one dimensional but definitely gets a lot more um likable as the show progresses so did you guys have any additional ones or thoughts on that no i think that, that's yeah. fine for me yeah yeah, I mean, I think yeah, dry yeah. <laughs> those are like,
1: like the four probably yeah
2: yeah i mean, he's yeah. also like i think like at the beginning like He's just like mysterious kind of pervy dude. Who you're like, you don't really know what to expect. And then he gets into like this fight with Itachi. And you're like, wait, what's going on? Like, this why? guy's incredible. You're like, why <laughs> did Itachi like look at him and run away? Yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All um, right.
0: So obviously on the converse to that now, who didn't you like?
2: Yeah, I'll start
1: first. I literally... of the female characters naruto just does a terrible job i think of developing the female characters and i know that's a very broad answer but it's such a shame like even like with the sanin of uh sunade rochimaru and jiraiya it just felt like there was a gap of like the naruto sasuke sakura i felt like there was such a gap even though sakura did eventually have some pretty cool abilities um i all the female cats definitely like for me like probably the biggest weak link of the show is like how like useless they make the female characters and yeah. you know those scenes if they're involved in a fight they're not going to be helpful yeah
2: for sure And it's i mean it's such a common like shown in issue where like sexism yeah it's like sex <laughs> yeah if yeah. people don't know how to write like female characters or like give them any type of like like you either have to be like really weak or like you have strength but then you're also like really mean so, yeah. like you're needlessly like mean um <laughs> yeah yeah no i i think especially
0: and as i mentioned earlier there's a time skip so you have naruto the original series the name of naruto shippuden yes. um and in naruto shippuden they kind of try to address it so like the main main female character is um sakura she's the pink haired one yep. who's got a temper and all this stuff and at the beginning of shippuden it like it seems like they're addressing the fact that in the first series she was completely outclassed and outshined by like literally everybody else and i yeah. feel like in that first like 30 episodes of shippuden you get sakura doing some cool stuff and yeah. actually being like a useful character and then for the entire rest of the series they're just like yeah <laughs>
2: yeah who cares <laughs> absolutely yeah with like the fight with like saucery and you know and they also like made her less mean yeah like needlessly like just like angry and punching people for no reason just wait
1: till you see baruto
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh god um, um yeah sasuke i hate sasuke uh yeah I, I think i think sasuke after a certain event that happens in like episode 150 of shippuden where his like motivation like i think his like original motivation for the show which is like you know get vengeance yada, yada. okay I'm, I'm down for it i think it's cool like i get his like all the things he does they're messed up they make sense and then something mm-hmm. happens, which I'm not going to spoil at this point. Yeah. Episode 150-ish, and his motivations make no sense to me after that.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. No, I think that's fair. They like they like they've got it to the point where like his motivations were his personality, but then yeah. when the motivation shifts, his personality doesn't, and he still kind of plays the rogue-like, you know, like Moody angst Yeah, when it just doesn't almost. make sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Aside from that, I think the only trying to think anyone else i didn't like i think at the tail end of the show i don't really like the villains and it's not like a oh you like obviously Mm. they're villains you shouldn't like it's just more like character motivations as we've touched on get a little bit muddled the further into the show you go sure um so like i definitely don't like uh, we'll talk about it but in the spoiler section but after a certain point in the show i do not care for the villains um i think that they just kind of get lazier
1: How did it impact your love for anime? We all grew up watching Naruto. Um, Murad, you want to go first?
2: Yeah. I mean, I think for me, Naruto is something like it's a classic story. I watched in tsunami. It was my first introduction to anime. And it sort of just took a pause. I like, you know, I watched in like middle school and then I didn't watch anime for like years. And then like junior of high school, a couple of like my, a lot of my friends watched anime and I always like made fun of them for doing it. Um, As you should. <laughs> yeah and then like at some point they were just like talking about naruto i was like man like i because i remember watching you know, the battle of the um oh in the waterfall i forgot what it's called like the waterfall like naruto or sasuke and like i was like but i didn't remember how it ended and i was like oh man like i kind of want to go back to that like i want to like rewatch that scene but i was like oh why don't i just like start from the beginning and get to that scene. Not realizing that that was like episode 300 of the, like, the show. <laughs> so I just like, in <laughs> part of it where I'm watching this like show and I was like, oh man, this is like kind of good. Like I forgot like, like this wasn't just like some like cartoon, there's like things going on. And then, so then I watched like Attack and Titan because someone recommended and I watched Death Note. And then, so I mean for me, like Naruto is like where it like started and then restarted. Lee, what do you think?
0: Yeah, that actually, I think it makes a lot of sense. And I think it probably for people our age aligns pretty similarly. Cause I think mm, yeah. because Toonami got canceled, A lot of people took a break from watching anime because again, you had to, before you had Crunchyroll, before Netflix started stocking up on anime and Hulu, um, you had to go out of your way to like potentially risk getting a virus to go to like anime freak.tv and like try and watch these shows. Um, and so when Tsunami got canceled, a lot of the anime that I, like I was watching just kind of disappeared off the air. But I think naruto it, and whenever i like i just recently posted on my own social media about this podcast and to a bunch of people who aren't necessarily large anime fans everyone's immediate comment is like yeah man i love naruto like naruto yep. is the like mm-hmm. to me it seems like the most universal anime uh, at least for like americans um i know one piece is super special for a lot of people but um naruto is just the one show that like even to non-anime fans if they grew up watching you know, Cartoon Network. Chances are, you can at least talk about how cool you thought Naruto was. Um, I definitely was like a kid where I like tried to do the whole like focus your chakra on your feet and walk <laughs> up the tree kind of stuff, and I was yeah. really disappointed when it didn't work. Broke your I'm still arm. training, but <laughs> <laughs> Bryce, how about you? Um, yeah, I mean, so
1: obviously I read *Shonen Jump* before I started watching anime, and then like you guys, I watched *Tsunami*. I think it was like 9 p.m. when Naruto was on for me and um uh, and yeah, naruto was the first show where i would go on those illegal sites to like watch anime mm. and so for me and 100 dude i like didn't wear glasses before watching naruto and then now i just can't see at all because i'd spend so much time like you know just like dimly lit room like watching anime my vision just got destroyed um so like 100 percent massively impacted my love for anime and started like my binging craze of just watching like tens of like 20s of hundreds of episodes like at one time like during like a summer that got me completely hooked um so totally get that um do you guys think it is the easiest anime you talked about this a little bit lee like the easiest anime with. Yeah, i accidentally with jumped ahead <laughs> that's fine um Murad, what do you think
2: yeah um i mean i think for the reasons like we talked about like it's universal Some of you want like you watching i think absolutely i remember in middle school um everyone like like basically everyone in my like sixth grade like watched like Naruto like or like was watching a tsunami. like so much to the point that like you guys remember like the like thousand years of pain yeah. like scene <laughs> like it was like dangerous to like go to urinals and like unprotected in my middle school <laughs> like like everyone was like all the guys were just like peeing in stalls because like yeah I, I don't need to explain what would happen if you didn't well that's <laughs> have, actually like, a- based
0: Off like a japanese prank so like to us it seems like naruto made that joke but like that joke is based off what japanese school children actually do like like japanese school children actually do that to each other and to like teachers as a prank in japan really so it's it's actually it's it's a real world phenomena that like naruto just like co-opted and made a joke about is, is is
2: like scooping or like nut checking, like you know, like in no. Middle it's quite school. literally
0: just shoving your fingers. Well, up I, the I mean, butt. like, like the um, Ameri-
2: like, you know, like in America, like that's oh like, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. You know...
0: Yeah, it would be the equivalent of that. Yeah. Man, we missed out in college,
1: guys. We were, we were in a fraternity <laughs> house. We did none of this. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but um, no, I mean, I I do think it's like the easiest anime to connect with people yeah. on. Literally, like three days ago, like I was brought finally brought up anime with one of my coworkers. I took the risk. <laughs> and like literally, like
0: a, a needless risk, a needless <laughs> risk.
1: And like we literally connected. He was like, "Oh my god, yeah, dude! Like, I fucking love Naruto. Like, it's such an easy show that like everyone understands and like mm-hmm. has connected with. It's like yeah. so universal. That's the one show I would see. Like, even like I guess and Facebook is still huge, but I guess when Facebook was like really huge when we were younger, um, people would literally make Facebook posts like showing the Naruto fights from like YouTube and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was like just a very common thing to share." Like it was so like normalized watching like Naruto, which I thought was really cool, and it was again yeah. such a cool way to like connect with people because you'd be like, oh, this person watches anime. Let's like chat about it, like mm. whatever, like throughout the day in school.
0: For sure, no. And <laughs> on the subject of bringing up anime at work, I wasn't bringing it up, but I was on a business trip in Japan, <laughs> yeah. and I was uh, I was on the Shinkansen going from uh, Osaka to Tokyo, and I was just sitting in a row next to like my boss and um, another coworker. Both of them are who like probably twenty to thirty years older than me and i'm like "You have nothing to do i've got wi-fi and so i just i just put on my hero academia and just start watching i was like you know what at this point i have no shame i'm gonna watch anime (laughs) in front of my boss and i definitely got like there was like a side eye comment about it and i was like yeah whatever (laughs) but uh yeah it didn't go nearly as smoothly for me
2: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) i was definitely expecting you to say like you just bonded over no 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 it
0: was like it was very much like oh you're watching that kid show and i was like (laughs) yeah I guess so i don't work there anymore um anyway that's why, that's anyway. why.
2: <laughs> should have kept a closeted leave. closeted weed yeah, in yeah. my podcast number one rule
0: <laughs> uh, yeah never never reveal your power level so <laughs> anyway uh now we're gonna get into the spoiler section so if for some reason you haven't seen naruto don't want it to get spoiled you can stop the show now but um anyway we are going to get into things where we're actually going to be talking more in specifics about plots so um, with the first question, as I mentioned before, there's a time skip. There's the original Naruto, and then there's the kind of time skip Shippuden when they're teenagers. Now uh, they both have their strengths and weaknesses. Which do you guys prefer,
2: Murad? You go. Yeah, um, it's tough. I think, I think overall, I think I prefer Shippuden. Um, I think the animation is better. I think it gets a little bit more intense. Um, I start to like some of the characters more. I think Naruto specifically. I found him very like immature in um the original and you know and i guess like okay i get it he was bullied and like traumatizes his kid but he's still kind of annoying uh, whereas in shippuden i think he's just a much more like likable and enjoyable character um yes yeah, so i'd say shippuden lee how about you
0: um that it's so tough because like not Nar- the original naruto does so many things much better than Shippuden. The yeah. world building is mm-hmm. extremely good. They abandon a lot of what they develop in the original Naruto. Yeah. Um absolutely. and some of the most iconic moments that like got me in love with the show, like the tuning exams and some other things mm-hmm. that I'm sure will come up later in this conversation. Um are in the original Naruto. I think almost there are parts of it I think are better like the world development aspect and um the actual kind of character development within that. But like you can't ju- you just can't beat the fights and like the stakes that are in shippuden Mm -hmm. when shippuden goes bad it goes really bad um but i mean i have to say if i had to sit down if i could only take with an to an island to reuse this hypothetical (laughs) if i could only take naruto or naruto shippuden i would take shippuden okay yeah makes sense um
1: so for me the original naruto i love the part up to the gara naruto
2: fight Mm -hmm. and then from that point onward i don't remember anything Really? So you don't remember I, like, I like remember, the rescue mission for like Sasuke? Nope. like really. The I don't battle, like Naruto versus Sasuke. Barely. Okay. I
1: remember, but like not as much. Like yeah. I think it was now been overshadowed with future mm. battles. I just don't remember it yeah. honestly. Um, and then for Shippuden, mm. I love everything up to once we've completed the Battle of Pain. I don't remember anything else. Like the war is like a blur to me. Oh, the war is like awful. <laughs> yeah, like that's what I mean. Literally awful. So I think yeah. both have massive flaws in yeah. the sense that like the first. A third, I guess, to a half is like fantastic, and then it falls off a cliff. Yeah. Um. And I think from nostalgic factor, obviously the original is better, but I think because like again, I think lee's right with the stakes, mm. with like really developing their abilities, with like the different villages getting involved. Yeah. Um, the Akatsuki, I think, is like the best like the villains by far that they face, and I think that mm-hmm. plays a huge factor. So for me, it's definitely like, and I think the excitement factor because I was so like done with Naruto mm. for like the last whatever 60, 70 episodes of the original, like. The fact that my excitement was grabbed immediately in those first, like, 10 episodes of Shippuden, like, and then continues onward to, like, I think it was, like, 110, 120 or something like that. Like, oh, my God. Shippuden, for me, like, stands out as yeah. a better one. Because it has, like, a higher ceiling for
2: Absolutely. me. <laughs> no, that, it totally makes sense. Um And, and, and you're, right. like, after, like, the pain, like, everything after, like, in, like, naruto or Shippuden is... It's not memorable. I don't remember Like all. Like, the, <laughs> the Great Ninja War should not have happened. Yeah. Or they should have just, like... I think they like were like, okay, let's have a dozen different fight scenes in like different like areas. And they were like, we should have theoretically just have like two like really good clean fights. Yeah. And like the fights are just awful. They're just like the animation's not good, et cetera. Um, I remember Lee was
0: like so bored with uh, the Great War, you like you watched it basically through the video game, rightly? So so yeah, I actually was getting so so i watched naruto no filler so i've technically really only seen like maybe 70 percent of the show um (laughs) but i was just like there was so much filler that it was and i was trying to get caught up so i was like well there's no Mm -hmm. reason for me to really spend any time on non-canon episodes so i didn't and then i ended up buying one of the ultimate ninja storm games and i basically time i i I basically overlapped it to where once i got basically past pain the entire great ninja war i just played through the Ultimate Ninja Storm. So I definitely probably have missed some of the plot points on there, but again, it was so much better because it, at that point I'm literally just like characters are introduced, I get to see their powers by yeah. fighting them or fighting with them. Um and then I basically got caught up to after. So I never actually had to suffer through the Great Ninja War, um which is definitely probably the way I would recommend other people go through it.
2: Yeah. Um but I yeah, I, I cheated. Yeah, I mean I think like and George, like there's a couple scenes that i think like kind of stand out like the itachi scene like itachi versus yeah kabuto. unfortunately
0: that was the one thing that i think i really missed out on um yeah. was because like they cover that moment and they cover some weird stuff going on with like kabuto um the dude with glasses orochimaru's like assistant and it was like the the sh- the are obviously a lot shorter and less developed in the video game mm. um so like i definitely did not get the same impact out of those that someone watching the anime would have um but I also wasn't overly um, interested or committed to the whole Itachi and like Orochimaru Shippuden storyline.
1: That's fair. Yeah. Sure. All right. Next question. What is the, uh, maybe either the best fight or the best specific episode
2: that really stands out to you? Um, Murad, you can go first. Yeah. For, for me. And I think there's a lot of, yeah, you know, I think Naruto has a lot of like, really cool fight scenes. There's like, you know, Killer B versus like Sasuke and like, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But for me, I think Pain versus Naruto is like my favorite fight scene. Um, I think there's this—it's it, the first time that you're like, oh, like wow, like Naruto is like a force to be reckoned with. Up until this point, he's using shadow clones and gun and like relies on like help from other people. And this guy Pain shows up, literally wipes out like the village, like defeats Kakashi, defeats Sunade, like all of our like our like strongest heroes. And Naruto just comes at the like eleventh hour with like his like stage mode just like completely badass just takes on these people like takes on like you know yeah. each of the pains like seamlessly and then all of a sudden you know he's kind of getting to like the last one and he is like stabbed to death and then Hinata like the scene when like pain stabs Hinata yeah. and like like the Ninetales just comes out like the the way they animated that the way they like played with the music like I just remember like every time I watch that like my heart just starts racing I think it's just a cool scene and the way they end it with his father like showing up to like protect him or like to like prevent the nine tails from being unleashed and like that like that scene like makes me tear up when like he like punches his father and he's like what like why do you leave me like i just think overall like that like that fight is like my like ultimate favorite one
1: yeah yeah that's like the great
0: pick um lee how about you oh there's gonna be a handful um i'm gonna actually harken back to the original naruto um and mm-hmm. i think a lot of people felt this way um I mean, I think you could basically throw in the entire tuning exams, but, uh, obviously Rock Lee versus Gaara, Mm. um, a lot of Shonen have done the, almost every Shonen has the character who quote unquote, doesn't have a power. Um, obviously in Naruto, that was Rock Lee. He didn't have any, um, chakra or like ninjutsu. So he basically just trained so hard that he was on the same level as other people. And then Gaara is at this point still like a completely mysterious villain, super dark, super like evil looking. And when, when those weights drop off, cause you always see Rockley having these like weights around his like ankles and wrists and stuff. And you're just like, Oh yeah, those are probably like, you know, 25, 50 pounds. Maybe he drops them off in the middle of the fight. And it just a giant dust cloud <laughs> comes off. So it's like, I, I mean, it's, uh, it's funny when you think about it, but it's like, Oh, this man had like thousands of pounds on him at all times when he was moving, Um, And then it's just that, you know, destroying his body in order to fight Mm Gara and all that stuff. I I think that was one of the first like really wow moments that I had with the show. Obviously, there are some other fights later in the tuning exams that are probably a little bit more hype and over the top. Um, But I got to give it to the Rock Lee versus Gara, at least for the original Naruto.
1: No, I completely agree. Yeah, I think that's I'm, definitely the most hype fight, actually. I like that's definitely like, the most memorable, like for sure, in terms of like hype level and getting yeah. people into the show. I think 100% people like always reference yeah. Rockley. And even UFC fighters do like the Rockley pose because they're like so into it. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. Um, for me, it's probably mine is an episode that probably people don't talk about as much. I think it's like a kind of like a one off episode in the sense that like, you know, you have this big Naruto, Neji fight that's happening. And then you have Sasuke and Gaara as like the main course is supposed to be the next big fight. Afterward, in the middle they introduce obviously like my favorite character hint hint my email was shikamaru and you have shikamaru versus like tamari and i think i like this episode fight stands up so much to me because of the creativity behind it mm-hmm. it shows instead of like obviously they have awesome fights in that in terms of like one force like battles another like giant object and they continue to expand and grow and grow um for this one the like intellectual creativity that shikamaru has thinking like 200 steps ahead and clearly how well thought out this fight was like With his like specific unique ability of like manipulating the shadows, waiting for the sun to go down, using a parachute to add like an additional shadow, using the hole that Naruto created versus Neji Mm -hmm. and slowly leading Tamari towards that hole. The amount of like thought process that went into that fight in that episode was like, whoa. And that was like so memorable to me in terms of like the other children I've seen that I thought it was so well thought out in that like one episode just to kind of introduce one of the side characters, right? He's not even one of the main characters. and. This also leads to, in Shippuden, what I love about Shippuden and even the growth of Naruto is the growth of the characters and their abilities. And when you see Shikamaru uh, versus Hidon to get and Akatsuki to get revenge, you see like the growth and the development of his abilities and his intelligence and even more thorough thought out strategy. Like mm-hmm. you could tell the writers clearly just geeked out and yeah. was like, "How crazy and like complex can we make this yeah. to make the most unbelievable like revenge story that was building up for like." I think 20, 30, way more maybe more episodes 30 episodes. Um and so it was fantastic. I yeah. that was such a memorable fight to me. And obviously, like how it ends with like the uh the Nara, Nara clan like in the woods with the deer and like finally killing Hidan the way they do it, I think was so dramatic yeah. and that was such like an impressionable moment to me. And obviously Naruto plays a big role in that, um, which was fantastic too. Like the different Kutsky villains, Kakashi was in it, Sakura's in it, like had a really awesome crew and like those two battles kind of showed the growth again of like Naruto to Shippuden and like the growth and how they really develop some of their side characters.
2: Yeah. I, also like Shikamaru is a character who very early on is introduced as being lazy and even like the way he like he fights like Shikamaru like when he fights Tamari and he gives up at the end. Yeah. People are like, oh, it's lazy. It's like, no, like it, it's really like it was very thought out. He couldn't have like, that was as far as he could have gone. It was like really strategic like surrender, but his passion that like, you know, when he goes to Shippuden and he's getting like vengeance for Asuma. And, like, it's not this, like, lazy guy anymore. This is someone who is, like, a force. Like, he, yeah. And then he, like, obviously, like, he ends up, like, becoming, like, a very, like, major, like, power and, like, not even just, like, leave, like, the entire, like, world. Um, hear, yeah. But, yeah, no, those are awesome. Yeah, I, I think that's one thing about, like, I think OG Naruto that I really enjoy that I didn't see as much in Shippuden, which is the, the strategy. Yeah. It's, like, like, a lot mm-hmm. of characters, like, you know, because they were so weak and they're fighting stronger opponents, how to rely on teamwork and strategy? You know, like the Kabutu fight with like Naruto and like Sasuke, where they're like doing all these things with these like hidden like yeah. shuriken and you know et cetera et cetera. And then you get to like Shippuden, especially towards the end, and it's just like all right, like who's the fastest and strongest? Like <laughs> one big explosion, another yeah. big explosion. Yeah, yeah. Who, who has the biggest explosion thrown at each other? Yeah. 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 No, Um, I'm going to throw two
0: other ones in there. They're not necessarily like the most hype fight scenes. They're just ones that Mm -hmm. really stuck out to me. Um, One is like just super early in Shippuden. So um, whenever Mm -hmm. there's the, you know, rumors of the Akatsuki and then that's where you find uh, Deidara um, and uh, Sasori. So the dude who has the little clay figures that he can animate and use as bombs. And then the puppeteer guy. Um, I think part of the fight is made, made, especially the part where uh, they actually have Sakura being competent. Um, but with that being like one of the first major battles in Shippuden, I really, really enjoyed it. It like got me into the whole, okay, we're fighting the Akatsuki, we're hunting them down. What is Mm -hmm. their evil plan? Um, so I always like that one always stuck out to me, even though it's not the hypest fight. Um, I think it just set such a great tone for Shippuden up to pain, um, because it really did center the akatsuki around everything and they were a really cool organization i love yeah. their costume still the the awesome rope and then one more thing to touch on the akatsuki and also a character that i really liked was um uh spoiler but when jiraiya is in i forget what the city is called but it's the first like actual city looking area in naruto um which is basically like the secret base of the akatsuki and jiraiya kind of infiltrates and then he gets hunted down Um, And this is also where Jiraiya ends up dying um, and like, you know, writing a secret message and all this other stuff. But um, I think that's like definitely the culmination of Jiraiya's character where obviously he starts off as this overly pervy, you know, the pervy sage, whatever. Um, But just showing, you know, how he kind of was a substitute as a father figure for Naruto and also just how he's this incredibly powerful, powerful ninja and like how he uses like the frog you know jutsu and stuff um so i always really liked that um i always like when shows kill off characters in actually like decent ways especially for yeah. a shonen since shonen nowadays seem like they either they kill off people you don't care about and it means nothing to you mm. or they, they bring them back refuse to kill people yeah. off so whenever you do have like a well planned out character death that's like extremely meaningful to the characters um i obviously extremely enjoy that so jiraiya always like filled that role for me
2: yeah and going off that i'm really glad they didn't reanimate jiraiya yeah yeah because they they reanimated a lot of characters like towards the end everyone else basically
1: (laughs) yeah literally everyone else i'm I'm
2: shocked they didn't reanimate it and i'm really glad they didn't yeah the only thing i liked about the reanimation was
0: bringing old hokages and you know kazekages and Mm -hmm. all the kages that was really cool just just because you got to see their powers like again that's when naruto shines is when you get to see like the different weird powers that characters had. Mm-hmm. So whenever it's, you know, it's one thing when you bring back characters that we've already seen, um, but whenever it's literally like, oh, this is the first Kazekage, like a character you would never yeah. encounter in yeah. the actual
2: plot. The um, gold sand really well. dad. Yeah. That was sick. That was yeah, so Yeah, like, cool. like characters that like you've heard about, but like never got to like see in action. Yeah. exactly. So that was the one
0: thing. But yeah, I'm also definitely glad they did not bring Jiraiya back. Um, so for the next question, um, Naruto can definitely frustrate, as we've talked about before. <laughs> so
1: what would you guys say is the most frustrating aspect of the show? Murad, you can go first.
2: For me, the most frustrating aspect is I think they should have stopped at Madara. I think I think yeah. like I think Madara was a really cool villain in terms of like, like he was alluded to way earlier in the show. And I think that's mm-hmm. one thing like Naruto did a really good job of like early into the show calling in things that, like, appear later on. Like, the first time you hear about Obito is, like, early into Shippuden, or early into, like, original Naruto. And then he ends up being a villain, like, 400 episodes later. Um, and same with, like, Madara and, like, etc. Um But, like, they should have capped it at, like, Madara. Because he was, like, he was a cool villain. He made sense. His motivations made sense. And then, like, Kaguya coming out of nowhere, like, a space alien ninja, like, <laughs> like, ninjas, like, that just, like, it, just, it didn't make sense to the show. It didn't make sense to the lore. It was kind of out of nowhere. And, like, it just like seemed like a very cheap attempt to like make the stakes like higher because i think like up until then the villains like and their motivations like all made sense. Yeah. Also, yeah. And, like her motivation was like to create a like people into like zombie minions to fight against this upcoming aliens that are going to attack her. Like it was just it didn't, didn't make, make any sense, sense. Yeah. yeah. What are you guys? Lego Ooh,
0: um, I obviously hate filler. Um, mm-hmm. I understand like I was able, I, am not going to say filler is the most frustrating because you can skip it as I did. Um, I think ultimately you touched on a great one is the next big bad, not being super well thought out. Um, despite some of the villains being for like, you know, um, hinted at super early. Um, I think for me, it's just the, the fact that the power scale is just completely broken the time, even by the time you get to pain, you know, like it, pain is still an incredible fight, but at that point, it's like Naruto's literally the only person who can beat him, and then they just it just keeps going that way where it's like, oh, we're gonna have the great ninja war, but also everyone's not on equal footing, and it's also a pretty pointless you know plot device that is dragged on way too long Mm -hmm. again i got to skip it so i can't complain too much but just the fact that it goes from the things we loved about the shikamaru fights the thinking the oh how do i overpower this person oh i'm going to use teamwork and creativity and you know wit to i'm going to throw literal nuclear bombs at you and hope that it hits (laughs) Um, so i think just like the fact that the fighting gets worse the larger scale that the battle becomes
1: yeah it literally becomes like dragon ball z yeah that sense. Mm -hmm. um for me i'm gonna have a unique take so obviously like the it's definitely like right the filler was terrible they went way too above and beyond with like uh the villains but i'm gonna have something where i thought it was the highest and the best part of the show and they ended it early so for me it's the tuning exam tournament so you have you're in the middle of the sasuke gara match and then obviously rochimaru and there's like this big attack and, obviously, it's great with the Orochimaru versus the third Hokage. And you have, like, these battles in the woods. But I think that Naruto tuning tournament arc is, like, the best tournament arc. My opinion, the best tournament arc. Like, in showed in that. Or maybe the Uhawk show. But for me, at least, it's my personal favorite. And um, I think they had such a great thing going. And I was so upset that that ended. Because, for me, that's mm. definitely the most memorable part of the show. Or some of these, like, Naruto Neji fights, Shikimaru Tamari fights. And I wish they could have, like just closed it out or like just as it was ending, then you have like maru like attack and then have this hugely explosion, but still get to have more of these so exciting battles. Cause I really think that was like some of the most memorable parts of the mm-hmm. show or that tournament. So that always like frustrated me cause I enjoyed it so much mm-hmm. and that's what got me so into the show. And then I know when, um, Baruto came out, like whatever, Baruto spoiler the show sucks. So I don't really care. You get spoiled, <laughs> but, um, literally they do the same stupid thing they interrupt it like in the middle of like the tournament arc and they yeah. interrupt it with like the, the moon people or whatever the hell yeah. and like it sucks and i'm like furious okay, like, but also
2: their tuning exam just like wasn't like it
1: wasn't as hype yes it wasn't yeah, as hype yeah, yeah. but like my point is that they didn't learn their lesson yeah in that sense and that so frustrated me like i don't know why you couldn't have had like finish the tournament then have all these amazing, like, whatever action scenes after. Like, it was so good. So that always has angered me so much. Rant done.
0: <laughs> no, totally, totally fair. It's like the George Lucas quote. It, it, it repeats itself. It's like poetry. It just works. like <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, so annoyed about that. Um, no, I feel like that's also, like, kind of... It, it doesn't happen all the time, but the whole tournament arc that gets disrupted in the middle of it is a pretty common like yeah i I know one piece i'm sorry not one piece sorry one punch man season two kind of had that going on sure um i think that's also one of the reasons i absolutely loved my hero academia is they let the tournament arc go through like all the way which i definitely appreciated. um so moving um, on to the next subject, who do you think, and I think there's going to be a lot of agreement here, um, but who do you think the best villain in Naruto was?
1: Murai, do you want to go?
2: Yeah. One of my, I don't know if it's the best, one of my favorite villains that ends up being an antihero, and I've mentioned him before, is Itachi. Um, I think the way he's introduced to the show as like, he just sort of alluded to for like forever, and then all of a sudden he just kind of shows up out of nowhere, and like his first appearance... He's battling Kakashi. And at this point, like, Kakashi, Uruchimaru, and like the third Okage are like out of the picture. So Kakashi's like our strongest like character at this point. And he looks at Kakashi, and then Kakashi just like passes out <laughs> for two weeks. Which, and I will say, that's one of the things I loved about like the original outro is like the way they like had the power structures. Like, it was like cool and it made sense. Um, I think from there on, like, Itachi, I think is just like a really cool. Um, yeah, he's he's badass, and then his yeah, like death, like like when he fights like Sasuke, yeah. and like you know, a, it's a really cool scene. And then you find out, oh wait, he was just like he let Sasuke kill him, like he was training him like the yeah. whole time. And like, what a cool. And like you find out his like actual motivations, and like okay, he actually like just murdered like questionably murdered like hundreds of people to like prevent like civil war, and like yeah, And then when he comes back to life and like defeats Pain, like which is like badass like and then fights know. I, I think he's just a really really cool villain um but obviously i think there's a lot of other villains that like have motivations that are like a lot cooler it makes sense
1: dude i really wanted to touch to kill sasuke i was so just really? didn't like sasuke at that point i yeah. was just done i, I, was, I, I love, just want him dead
2: i was like so sick of I, him at, at this point i like sasuke and i wanted him to win and then I know I mentioned this earlier, but now I can say it. Like after Sasuke kills Itachi, like he makes no sense to me. Yeah, he should have died. I, I, yeah. I hate him. I, like like okay, yeah. the, the the last fight scene in Naruto, when like Sasuke versus like Naruto, I think and maybe I should mention this. Earlier, I think really cool fight scene. It made no sense. No <laughs> sense. Whatsoever. Like, like, yes, like, I, I don't understand any of it. Yes. Like it, it's a it's it is a raw. It is a cool. It is a badass scene but it makes like the reason they're fighting doesn't make sense (laughs) yeah no like
0: i mean it's just like the whole concept of your rival like it's literally just we're you're my rival we have to fight yeah obviously then it's like it's an allusion back to the whole the two founding you know madara versus Mm -hmm. i forget who the other the first okage yeah Uh, yeah so it's like it's supposed to mirror that obviously through the imagery but um no i i think as well like like you touched on itachi was so cool because he was using like the genjutsu right the illusion mm-hmm. power and then in, in shippuden it's not gone but like by the second half of shippuden you're not going to see any sort of genjutsu like it just yeah. becomes a completely right. un
2: unutilized power because again when you're throwing nuclear bombs at each other it's just yeah. not yeah, I mean, going to be I mean, effective genjutsu is also kind of like at a certain point it's kind of it becomes a hack if you're like fighting someone who like can't do it because you just like look at someone all of a sudden they're done yeah like, like <laughs> no, but a team... you can
0: create more interesting ways to handle it right like i mean yeah, i think there's totally plenty fair. of shows that do where it's like oh you have to avoid eyesight with them but then they have mm. mirrors or you know there's different ways yeah. to build that yeah no totally fair yeah absolutely lee how about you is that your best villain um again i kind of the itachi arc I happened in the video game, so it wasn't as good, but it's still cool. Um, I'm actually going to go again. I, w- I always want to harken back to the original Naruto and what it did right. I think Gaara is a great mm-hmm. villain. Um, obviously, in later in the show, he becomes an ally um, be- through his fight with Naruto. But I think one of the things that was really great is um, Gara is Naruto's foil um, in the original mm-hmm. series. Because same situation, they both have a monster sealed away inside of them. They both get treated like absolute garbage because of it. And what with Naruto, he goes the opposite route where he's just completely determined to make everybody love him and make everyone view him as a hero. Whereas it could have just as easily gone the Gara route and, you know, you know, screw everyone, I'll kill anyone without thinking twice. Um, they think I'm a monster, I'll show them a monster, like that concept. So like. Up till that point, I think it just works really well as a foil to show, you know, what really sets Naruto apart um, as a main character, because they have the exact same motivations. They have extremely similar backstories. And then obviously love the tuning exam. It unfortunately does get cut short, but that's also when we get to see the uh, the Jin Shuriki, the, you know, the tailed beasts inside of both of them. So, yeah, um, definitely loved it. Um, so uh, what about you, Bryce? Um, for me, I mean, I think
1: it's, I mean, Murad addressed this earlier, I think, which is, like, the, really the climax of the show is, like, the battle mm-hmm. versus pain. Like, I think the Akatsuki was clearly built up as this villainous organization early on with Itachi, and, which I think is, like, episode, like, 50 or something when they first were introduced, but that's clearly been built up as, like, the villainous organization. Naruto, Shippuden, killing off Jiraiya, um, destroying the Lee Village, like, mm-hmm. those were, like, the ultimate, like, it felt like there was the ultimate stakes, because that's the world that it was built around, and this yeah. was the organization you all were working towards to stop, and, the best villain like you oh my god it was like when Hinata was blown away like you were saying was just mind-blowing
2: yeah Yeah.
1: oh my god and for me that's just the most memorable part of the show like you have like these the actual useful flashbacks of learning about uh Payne's like backstory Mm -hmm. and like his like team ninja team that worked under Jariah like it was just such a well thought out story and like is also a good example similar with Gara of like kind of similar ideologies like these prodigies going down kind of like different paths under Jiraiya's tutelage and the fact it ended that way and I was like, oh great, done with the show. Like this should be like the end. I would be like mm-hmm. so satisfied. And then obviously they like, kept going and I the rest yeah. of the show I didn't like. But for me, that's definitely like the high point of the show. And whenever I'm talking with Naruto, like with people, a lot of it is yes, obviously the Rockley Gar thing too, but like people who've like really stuck with the show are like, wow. That pain battle, oh my god! And the one when you're looking up on YouTube, when there's like one big battle you've like an hour, or you want to watch, you know that's what you're watching. Like it's not even a question. Yeah. Um. So for me, that's definitely got to be the best villain in the show.
2: And like you brought up a great point. Like he was like just like Naruto. He was one dry as like students. Like, and it kind of goes back to like so many villains towards the end. Well, up until you get to Kaguya, which you know, so many villains are their motivations are literally I'm world peace. Which is such like an interesting concept. Like pain, his like his motivation is, or like all of them like have gone through like just awful like childhoods and like war. And it's like okay, I am gonna murder all these people so I have the power to stop a war from ever happening again. And, it's like, and like it kind of it's 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 like counterintuitive, but it's like okay, yeah, like pain, like he, it's he like Thanos, honestly, yeah, it's he, same he thing. yeah yeah he's like <laughs> pain is like I'm gonna like collect all this power and I'm gonna force everyone to stop like battling each other. Madura, I'm literally gonna put anyone in a genjutsu so they can like they're just happy for the rest of their lives. Like, yeah. what? A, yeah, you no. Know, Pain is such a cool like, and he has like, the evolution from like leftist radical like terrorist to like, I don't even know what he becomes. I don't know <laughs> what he becomes. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't yeah, know where yeah. he even line on that <laughs> yeah. spectrum. But yeah, yeah.
1: Um. All right. So the next question. So these are some sort of like yeah, which are more kind of big picture fun questions. But is there something Naruto has done right? That you think the shonen of today have failed to emulate, Murad. Do you want to go first?
2: Yeah. Um, I one thing I really love about Naruto that I don't think you see as often is its intensity. Um, and I think like it battles with like some mature like themes, like yep. you know, war, obviously. Um, I think that another I'm trying to figure out a phrase. This I mentioned this earlier, but the fact that it can call back to like things like like it feels very like purposeful like villains that like you see in episode like 500 were first like referenced like in episode like you know 30 i think that's like really like people like you just thought were like historical figures or like you know like obito who ends up being like the second or the third to last like villain you know he's first mentioned when kakashi's visiting his like gravestone and it turns out that's so important. That's it. So, like the fact that like you think he's dead and like, yeah, like that's so important to the show. And like, I, I really enjoyed that aspect of like connecting the pieces. Um, and I love the lore of the show. I think there's like just so like, and part of that is like, it's like 800 episodes. So like, but there's just so many different like pieces going on, like different like villages and like stories to tell about it. So I, I think that, that I think I really enjoyed about the show. I completely agree. I think the backstories matter, mm-hmm. and there's actually like purpose yeah.
1: behind the characters they introduce, which you mm-hmm. won't find in a *My Hero Academia*. Yeah. or *A Black Clover*. Like, I don't know their backstories, or they're yeah. so like they're not, they're not spending, like I like, don't care.
2: Twenty mm-hmm. episodes of like flashbacks of Gara to explain to you why Gara, like, why is Gara like so messed up? Like, we we literally like see his entire childhood before like we even like see him like. Yeah, They're developed. So, they developed They yeah, yeah, developed so
1: well yeah. night and day difference versus yeah. these others shown of today which is like big fight scene yeah. big fight scene big fight scene um Cundere character <laughs> but um <laughs> there's also the second thing is and obviously maybe it's because it's a ninja show the hand-to-hand combat mm. is like the sound effects of the arms and the legs mm-hmm. clashing into each other like in these fight scenes are so beautiful and yeah. like majestic to watch and obviously the powers are ph- ph- phenomenal too but even like from naruto like the original like where they have these uh Kunai and these shurikens they're mm-hmm. throwing at you and the creative ways of using them and like the real like ninja hand-to-hand combat is so exciting, which makes yeah. it such an addicting shounen to get into. 100%. And the third thing is definitely like what kind copying off kind of what Lee said, but they killed off Dariya, right? They killed off like the hero, they killed off like the main guy versus like, man, we've said in prior episodes, but like the Black Clover and the My Hero Academia, that's not as much like the case in these like shonen mm-hmm. of today. They're yeah. more childish, I think, in that sense but Naruto was able to kind of take that up to like a different level, which I think is why it separates itself
0: as like a classic. It makes it more memorable. Um, You you go, what do you think Lee? Uh, One last thing that we haven't touched on that I think sometimes gets forgotten, but once you watch it again, you immediately remember the music, the fight music. Yeah. Oh yeah. I can't like none of the modern shonen, like they may have good opening songs and intros, Mm -hmm. but like the, you know, the, the like Japanese Hoo-yah! like noises and stuff that happened so, yeah. like those, yeah exactly <laughs> uh, the like <laughs> flute <Yeah. laughs> like all of the fight music is so yeah. iconic yeah. like I, I, I don't think that even even if we were the same age we were when we watched Naruto watching My Hero Academia Black Clover the music's not gonna stick I cannot in my head imagine My Hero Academia or Black Clover fight music but yeah. I can immediately think of like the different or like whenever there's a sad moment the like the naruto sad music um mm-hmm. and like they use the same music throughout the show like they don't really don't change it that much yeah. but it just works so well nothing gets you more hyped than like I, I i think that that's one thing that new shonen have not been able to emulate is just like the sheer quality of like battle music
2: yeah i i was listening um the other day like on youtube to this like it was like Naruto theme like compilation and it's not like the opening. It's just like music gets in the middle and you can close your eyes and like you can literally picture scenes and like care. Like each character has like almost like their kind of own like little and like you don't even think about it. But like and like they, they even said, like, like, close your eyes. And like, I'm like, like they play like some tune. I'm like, oh, it's Rock Lee. And like, I open my eyes and, like Rock something. You know, it's like it's like, yeah, like what? Like it's such an unconscious thing. I had no idea that like was. Yeah, like it's brilliant. They, they were doing. Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. I, I just added this question because I was thinking about it. Um,
0: obviously, there's a bit of romance in Naruto. I wanted to see which couples did you guys think worked? Um, the three big ones to me are Naruto Hinata, Sasuke Sakura, and uh, Shikamaru and Tamari. Um, so I one, my main question, the only one I really wanted to ask was, do you guys like the romance between Naruto and Hinata? Um, I can go first. All right no i was never really bought into
1: it <laughs> i like didn't care wasn't engaged i guess because she was like shy or whatever but like they never had any real like i felt interaction not as, as many interaction, chemistry chemistry yeah. there was like that one childhood scene when she was young really like i think like four or five and naruto yeah. comes to help her and that was supposed to be like some oh my god the romance starts now and other than that she's literally just sitting there quietly he doesn't even know she exists basically yeah yeah it's so one-sided like, yeah until like the i real like naruto pain I and mean, these other scenes but like the naruto pain is really where it stands out to me yeah they had the naruto hinata movie which was, I, I was, when, kidding, like, was about they to were that, gonna yeah. end it and i literally couldn't even finish it really i was so like not, and i <laughs> guess that was like their I, excuse. I think that's what they
2: were like okay we're gonna finally we're gonna like, find to find a finish. reason yeah, right yeah. yeah
1: and i was like this is such like bs <laughs> yeah. like that now they're trying to explain all this and give you like some sort of conclusion i was like yeah. i was just not in the mood i did not like respect it at all um sasuke sakura i thought was a complete joke i still think is it i don't know if this is true or not but is, is the kid like from sasuke and um oh i'm blanking her name the redhead who
2: is in oh their karen crew. or something karen yeah. yeah so i still wasn't sure about karen. that um yeah it's just so- sasuke and sakura like get married and have a kid
1: so it is their biological it's their, uh, yeah, okay i wasn't yeah. sure there there I think there was this whole There's thing There's a where, d- like, joke about that. I wasn't sure if that was real or not.
2: Yeah, it was it was cuz like I think she saw a photo and was like, okay. "Oh my god, she has glasses it too." Looks like, like, oh, yeah, 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 like, yeah. yeah that's and fair. It's like they're like, "No, this like you can't like was yeah. Like, "No, you came out of my womb." Okay. Oh <laughs> god.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, I mean, I never bought into that relationship at all. It was very clearly one-sided. And at no turn did Sasuke ever give a crap about soccer. Yeah. I felt like at all at all. <laughs> and then I'm like, no. "All right, we're going to have you guys end together and like They also boy. like
2: like he like doesn't like live with like he doesn't live in the leaf village
1: like, yeah after like he doesn't yeah like yeah he, after the events of Naruto
2: he like he's like yeah I'm just gonna be a rogue ninja and like for the leaf village and like his daughter doesn't even like know what he looks like when do they have
1: time to make kids dude that's my question <laughs> like it literally doesn't seem possible because yeah. literally and Sasuke had the fight and then he leaves town so literally like
2: <laughs> yeah yeah
1: like I don't think they ever spent any time in remotely in the same house like um and Shikamaru Tamari I saw was like the third one you put down I guess, like I don't know. I guess maybe, maybe they maybe have that like one. I think there's, fight, a, little, I think there's a little
2: bit more build up. There's I think more there are,
1: build up because you have that uh, the in the final season of like the actual Naruto Shippuden, they have like this uh, mission that Shikamaru leads and Tamari comes yeah. in and very heavily hints at that. Well,
2: it's also like yeah, yeah, and in Shippuden, every time like they have to interact, like you the summits, have, the Kage summits, they interact. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They have like a little bit of banter. He gets yeah. kind of nervous sometimes. Yeah, like it's it's, it's like, believable. It's, it's more believable, believable than, than Naruto, other ones. Yeah, That's how low sure. the bar is. <laughs> yeah but it's a really low bar <laughs> yeah um rob what do you think <laughs> i think we just of, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um uh, yeah but i i i, I kind of like you know even though they didn't like make us believe into it i kind of like the Shikamaru. Tomorrow. i think they have like yeah it's a good answer like they're both like and i think she's like definitely the she is the female character they think they put the most time in making likable like yes. she's like she's not like yeah. overly mean she's kind of cool she's like powerful like She's kind of her own person. She doesn't rely on her, like, her, like, brothers. I love her power. The wind side, she's just sick.
0: I think it's so cool. Lee, what about you? Yeah, so, again, we've talked about it. They don't develop female characters well. The the Naruto-Sasuke relationships are entirely one-sided and undeserved. Mm -hmm. Um, Shikamaru and Tamari... Super low bar to set, but they at least like had a chemistry, had a history together. You know, whenever they time skipped and they were married, it logically made like you wanted it to happen. So it it worked for me. So um, I guess we'll get into our final question. Uh, Would you guys watch Boruto? No, no, (laughs) no okay well anyway that was the podcast for this week thank you for tuning in and thanks to our guest marad for joining us this week uh if you'd like to reach out to us you can find us on twitter at weeb underscore podcast and you can email us at closetweebap at gmail.com thanks Murad.
1: any final words um believe it
2: believe it <laughs> <laughs>
1: see you guys